Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Things Co's channel, corner of the internet, whatever you want to call it. And for today's video, we're going to be doing another coffee talk only. I'm actually drinking tea. I decided not to be hypocritical today and sit here and make the self-sabotaging choice or taptaging, sabotaging choice of drinking a coffee when I know I, I'm good at one coffee a day. So anyway, drinking some tea today as my cozy ass beverage to sit here and talk to you about self-sabotage. Now, today's request or co coffee talk topic, you might say, came in as a member request from either Eva Bear, Eva Burr, Eva Burr, Eva Bear 11. Um, I've come to realize through doing memberships that I am terrible at guessing people's names based on spelling, but she actually sent in the request to the Discord saying, hi everyone, coffee talk idea, self-sabotage. Why do we do it? Where does it come from and how to stop it? Many times, no matter the circumstances, I find myself going backwards and making the wrong choice even when it's obvious that it is the wrong one. This applies to every relationship, food, partners, friends, academics, jobs. I'm in a constant fight with myself, never satisfied or happy, and not feeling enough, when in reality, I truly want to feel the best version of myself. I'm sure my slash our inner child and possible past traumas play a massive role in this, so I would love a coffee talk about the topic. Thank you lots of positive vibes to everyone reading this. So that goes out to all of you guys there too, because you guys just read it on the screen. Thank you, by the way, for sending in your request. I don't know, it takes, it takes courage. It takes courage to just be like, I struggled with this, help me. And I hope I can help you today. That said, I feel like I should start off with the quick intention and disclaimer that yes, my intention is definitely to help, but also to just 
you know, make an open safe space on the internet where you can relate and have these types of deep conversations, but I am not in any way a mental health specialist, so please note that this is not that. Like, this is not to be in replacement of any kind of therapy. If you need the help, definitely please, please get the help. I'm a huge advocate for therapy. That said, I would love to sit here and open this discussion with you today because I, I am a human. I have also done the self-sabotage tricks and train. I'm sure I will do them many more times. I'm sure we all will. But from that, we can learn a lot of stuff. So let's unpack your coffee talk request today. Now, I want to start off with your initial questions being, why do we do it? Where does it come from? And how to stop it? And when it comes to, let's start with why. In my opinion, we self-sabotage because of fear. I once had fear like presented to me in such a way, and I, I don't remember off the top of my head who coined this term. Fear was broken down into two components and almost every fear, I'll say almost every fear, just in case, you know, there could be some fears that might not fit, but almost every fear could be broken down into a fear of failure or a fear of overwhelm slash the unknown. So let's start with the fear of failure. Everything that would fall under the fear of failure would be exactly what you would assume it to be, that you wouldn't be good enough, that you would choose wrong, that you yourself are incompetent or invaluable in some way that you are going to fail, that you are destined to fail. And that fear can be so overwhelming that it becomes easier to choose the wrong choice because there's a sense of security and assurity in that because you've known what it's like to choose wrong and at least you know what you can expect versus if you try and go for it and you fail, well, hell, that's way more risky. You're really putting yourself out there. You're really trying. You're maybe even putting your heart, your soul, your time, your investments, whatever it is. You could be putting a lot on the line and taking a chance on yourself. And if you have a deep sense or fear of failure, then that can be definitely a terrifying choice. And the other fear being the fear of overwhelm or the unknown sort of unravels, at least in my mind, as overwhelm being like, truly, it could all work out. Imagine you take the chance, you go for it, everything works out exactly as it should, and you become overwhelmed by the goodness or overwhelmed by your dream come into fruition, your best self, as you said, come into fruition, and now you gotta keep that up. Or what's even further, the unknown being the overwhelm of not being able to put a sense of sh like certainty on the outcome. like. I think of this as a fear of going on a plane. Like the fear of failure, yes, you, you don't really have as much personal failure on the line when you're getting on a plane. It's more so like the fear of the unknown and the overwhelm, the lack of control in a lot of ways of, of just, you know, going for it. And so that can manifest in so many different ways. If you choose to take a chance on yourself and you've never done it before, you choose to make the right decisions and you've never really made them, committedly or for a consistent amount of time before that unknown aspect of what that would look like can be so overwhelming that again, that fear keeps you locked in what you're already choosing. Moving into now, where does it come from? This part gets a little bit more complicated because it comes from different places for all of us. And I would say learned patterns and behaviors, but again, like those are all different for all of us because we learned our patterns and behaviors so uniquely and individually but we do also have like common patterns and behaviors, common commonalities within those patterns and behaviors. So 
based on either your life experience, the choices that you've already made, you mentioned choosing the wrong choices over and over again, even though consciously you might know that it's the wrong choice, that there's a better choice for you. It could be because you've chosen those things before in the past. So like I said, like there's a, there's a sense of certainty there. You're like, Hey, if I choose to keep doing the wrong thing, at least I know exactly where I'll be and exactly what I'll, how I'll feel. And I'll feel more in control of that. You touched on this, but the other types of patterns and behaviors we learn is from observing the world around us. Childhood traumas or just your childhood experience in general doesn't need to be necessarily traumatic, but anything you necessarily observed from the age of seven or younger could definitely play a role in the types of patterns and behaviors that you then cultivate in your life growing up. Now, I feel like I've emphasized past trauma and working through your inner child a lot lately. And that's obviously because that's the journey I'm currently on in my 27 years of life. So I feel like maybe I should jump in here and use this opportunity to say that as much as there is a lot of importance there and a lot of focus there, it's not the be all and end all reason for everything. It's just a way to understand possibly why things are manifesting or things are current currently happening in, in your life and for you right now. I'm mumbling my words because I'm trying to find the best way to say this, that yes, your past experience, your childhood experiences, your possible childhood traumas, can definitely play a role in how you choose for yourself as an adult now, or even as an early or young adolescent now. But it's really just to more so understand the blueprint that you started with. And there can be so much amazing healing and knowledge when you work with that. I'm not trying to say it's like a small thing that could possibly be fueling your self-sabotage. It's probably, it could be a big thing. I don't know. I just, I guess I just want to emphasize that it's like not the only thing you mentioned you're hard on yourself, you're fighting with yourself, you know, you don't feel happy with yourself. I think you said constantly fighting with yourself, but at the same time, deep down, you really want to be the best version of yourself. You kind of caught yourself a little bit there and not in a bad way, not in a bad way, but looking at it that way, from that perspective, it's basically saying, I can't love myself. I can't be on the same team as myself. I can't find happiness or feel happiness until I am the best version of myself. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. 
And I know that there's a lot of, again, emphasis out there, especially on the internet, to like constantly be the best version of yourself all the time. You're never allowed to be like a less than best version of yourself ever. You always have to be thriving. And yeah, that would be super nice, right? And, and there's ways, I guess, too, with social media, I'm not trying to go down this route, but let me, it just, I, there's ways on social media that might just like excuse lives to make it seem like people are thriving all the time. Constantly needing to be the best version of yourself sounds more like an internal battle of self-acceptance of where you are right now. It could possibly be that you're waiting to be the best version of yourself to stop fighting with yourself, but the trick in that is that you're never gonna be the best version of yourself or what you've chosen in your mind to be the best version of yourself until you stop fighting with yourself. So you're, it's a sticky situation to be at, at odds with yourself but also want the best for yourself because the only way you're gonna actually get the best version of yourself is by loving and accepting the version of yourself that you are right now. And you can't do that when you're fighting and belittling yourself and blaming yourself. Like, I, I've been in this cycle before, so I can understand you make the wrong choice even though consciously you know better. You get blame yourself because you know you and you are taking responsibility for your choices, but then that blame turns into like an attack on your own character where you internally become at odds with yourself so not only are you at odds with your external life, but you're also now at odds with your internal life. And so everything becomes uncomfortable. Everything becomes tough. It becomes hard. And it's because you gotta get good with yourself first before you can ever change the external or at least have hopes to have better change on the external perception or, or intake of your life. Yeah, this is some deep shit. You gotta get good with yourself and you can't get good with yourself if you're only ever gonna wait to be good with yourself when you're your best self. We can't be our best selves all the time and honestly, I don't think we're meant to be. Otherwise, what would there be, what would we be here for, you know? Like there's a huge opportunity in this lifetime to grow and evolve and better yourself and we do that through adversity. We do that through challenge. We do that through resistance. Like we do that through pain even sometimes it's got to be uncomfortable in order to get past it or like to get stronger through it or to be that best version of yourself there needs to kind of be a little bit of a fire under your butt and it doesn't need to be or we don't want it to be such a fire that you're constantly in like anxious all the time like oh my god everything is on fire but you want it to be warm enough that you're not like laying back just like yeah it's whatever Life is what it is, unless you wanna live life that way. In order to fuel that motivation, that choice-based responsibility, you might wanna look at life that way, like look at your challenges that way, look at the obstacles in your life that way, as instead of being things that are getting in the way of you being the best version of yourself, including the wrong choices you might be making, look at them as the opportunity or the doorway to being the best version of yourself. Take the pressure off, take it all off. You, not, you do not need to be the best version of yourself, okay? I don't know if this is gonna mean anything to you coming from just, again, a Canadian gal over here in the woods, but like, you do not need to be the best version of yourself. You are totally cool the way you are right now. And that doesn't mean that you aren't gonna evolve or that you can evolve or you, you won't get inspired to evolve. There's so much greatness there. There's so much enjoyment in that process, yes, but to respect the process, you gotta respect the and accept where you are right now. And then from there, if you wanna grow, cool. And if you wanna make better decisions once at a time or as they come, cool. But like, you can't do that until you love and accept and get back on your own team internally. That'll change everything for you externally. Like, truly. Let me preface this by saying like, I'm very open to hearing 
other perspectives. Like I'm probably gonna sound a little opinionated here and if I come across the wrong way, I really, I'm sorry. I just, I get frustrated when I think about this on a global scale sometimes and so just excuse if that energy gets translated wrong. But the other part that causes us to self-sabotage or choose the wrong choices that we know are, is, is wrong for us or are wrong for us is a sense of autopilot as well. And there's this tug of war with autopilot because I remember when I first got into spirituality and mindfulness, like I read The Power of Now and, and I was just like so obsessed with the idea of trying to stay consciously aware all the time. The problem with that is, well, one, it spiked my anxiety huge because to constantly be aware and to constantly be processing absolutely everything is too much for our systems. We need a sense of autopilot sometimes. It's actually not good to always be like mindful and to do everything mindfully. Like it would be nearly impossible, unfortunately, in, in the ways that we exist or coexist in this world as it is right now. That said, there is almost too much autopilot sometimes. And there's a lot of driving factors that keep us into autopilot. And I'm not here to say whether those driving factors are morally right or wrong or like ignorant, who knows, but there are a lot of driving factors that keep us on our phones, that keep us not necessarily fueling our bodies the best way, that keep us in debt, that keep us constantly basically needing to fight to just keep the status quo. And if you can't, if you can't even keep your status quo, if you can't even like feel safe and secure in your own life and you have to like numb it out, numb out all the pain of just living a normal human life, then it's gonna be really hard not to be on auto autopilot. And it's gonna be really hard to actually make driving conscious decisions in your life when it's just so much more comfortable and easy sometimes to just drive through the subconscious or allow the subconscious to take the steering wheel, to numb out our state of awareness to life, to the pain out there and so because of that we stay on autopilot and we continue to make these wrong choices out of comfort in order to feel that sense of security and stability because sometimes again it's that fear of overwhelm it can be too much and then you, you start freaking out for your fellow citizen you're just like yo are we all just like are we all taking the blue pill just to chill like just to be able to chill like literally chill blue rather than fire red because if you take the red pill man there's a fire under your freaking butt all the time. Talk about those fires earlier. That's the red pill. You take the red pill, you're seeing all the fires. Take the blue pill. Holy shit, you can chill for a second. Excuse my language. One of the final questions you asked was how to stop it. And again, I guess just coming from my opinion, just a girl over here in the bedroom of Canadian forest. <laughs> my, what? My answer would be you got to see it for what it is. So I think already we talked about a, a few, or we, we kind of brushed on a few uncomfortable truths today already. And again, I guess just note that I, I don't mean to make this uncomfortable, but you kind of have to, yeah, we got to get uncomfortable. I know that's not the, the vibe or the aesthetic over here on the Cozy channel, but I guess that's just, yeah, let's make it the vibe. Let's make it comfort in the uncomfort zone or in the discomfort zone. You got to get uncomfortable with yourself. You got to be able to see, you got to be able to see what it is for what it is. And it's hard because nobody can do that for you. Nobody can see the truth for you but you and because it's your personal truth. It comes from this very unique recipe of everything we talked about today and how that all organizes itself in you, in your mind, in your past behaviors and patterns, your the map and the blueprint you have based on your childhood experiences, the things that you see and want for the best version of yourself 
and your beliefs about everything externally and internally and that relationship you have with yourself internally and how it coexists with the world outside of you externally. And that's, that's complicated, that's layered, right? So how to stop it is gonna be so unique to you, but I would say it starts with trust and truth. Trust with yourself, trust that you know that you have it within you to completely see things for what they are and to totally own where you are. Like you can actually choose not to try and be the best version of yourself right now. Right now in life, like globally, there's a lot going on. So to just like kind of only wanna just be the best version of yourself, that's a great goal. I'm not saying it's not a great goal, but I'm just also saying that it's okay to choose that for that not to be a great goal. You can allow yourself to just be like a semi-okay, we're surviving version of yourself. Like that's fine too. Stay aware to like, Man, it's it's a blessing to just be okay right now. <laughs> not again to be morbid. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to kill the vibe at all, but just yeah, you don't have to be the best version of yourself all the time. You don't need to even be the best version of yourself right now if it's putting too much pressure on you to try and be the best version of yourself that it's causing you to self-sabotage, then just kind of, you know what? Let go. Let go. See, it you're you're going to be okay if you don't fight yourself for a little while. You're going to be okay if you choose a couple wrong choices just to like breathe for a little while, you know, to just gather your bearings a little bit. That's totally fine. Fear in itself is a really tough and challenging emotion. I don't know even, is it even emotion? Like, yeah, it is an emotion, but it's, it's so deeper than that. Like fear runs into your nervous system. Fear affects your body. Fear affects your brain. Fear affects your perspective, your, your decision-making capabilities. Like it really brings me back to what I initially started with my disclaimer of if you are struggling to overcome your fear, like work with somebody, get a therapist, seek out a specialist, seek out a life coach, even like find somebody that you vibe with, find a thing that you can vibe with that helps you break down your own fear. Because once you do that, that is your way to choosing the right things, to stopping yourself sabotage, to really evolving and growing. And it doesn't need to be linear either. And I guess that's a really good final note to leave things on is that in this process, if you're feeling almighty and like motivated and then like a year from now you find yourself self-sabotaging again, it could and probably will happen. This whole evolution, it would again be ideal if it was linear, but it's not. Like you go through upses, you go through downses, that you go through what? <laughs> oh boy. You go through ups and downs. Again, it depends on what your goal with life is, but you would hope to maybe, I don't know, hit your state of enlightenment, your highest, best version of yourself here on earth. But yeah, also that's okay if you don't. It's okay if you instead go on a massive life changing journey of learning to evolve and then, you know, What's the opposite of evolve? To go regress, <laughs> evolve and regress, but get stronger each time you do. So yeah, that's my thoughts. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think down below. I feel like I just rambled a lot there, but just know you're not alone if you're out there and you're self-sabotaging. We all do it with all the choices from small to big that you might be self-sabotaging with. It's okay. You're not alone out there. We all do it. It's part of our human nature. Otherwise we wouldn't do it but there's a lot we can definitely learn from it. And I think most importantly to you, anyone that related to this, but also you, Eva slash Ava, yourself, you gotta get back on your own side internally. You gotta love yourself. You gotta open that, that state of love up for yourself internally with where you are right now, like without changing a thing about yourself. Don't beat yourself up and, and find a sense of true, like compassion, respect, and love for yourself. Because if you do that inside first, 
all of the outside choices, all of, it's like a domino effect externally. And it'll start really close to you and it'll, it'll you know, ripple itself outwards. And then hopefully that energy can also ripple itself into other people's energetic fields and they will also feel that sense of respect and love. Like, oh my God, I'm getting super hippie right now, but I, this is my belief. I think that you deserve to feel really good as you are now. And I think that if you do that, a lot of things in your life will change and making those better decisions, making those better choices will come a lot easier. So yeah, I'm gonna leave you guys there today. So I hope you enjoyed this little chat. If you guys want to become a member and send in your request or just send in a request onto the public Co's Discord chat, I will leave links down below. Outside of that, I'm sending you guys so much love wherever you are and that love circles the moon and comes back again. I feel like I'm getting really corny, so I'm gonna close this down. Bye guys, I will see you in the next chat.